Speaking of Vaughn, uh, I'm hearing some rumbles uh, from a lot of the fans and whatnot. He could be released this offseason. Um, What's crazy? I don't know. If you remember? You remember I caught this? Yeah, you've been you've been calling this for you called this last offseason. I, I called it. I said, bro, because I, I have a feeling it. But, but like, I think Buffalo's gonna cut it. Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host as always, Amir Farrell, back at you guys with another episode of this week with my co-host J-Mac back at you guys. Um, we're going to be going over some free agent position groups just like we did last year. Um, I can't believe it's been like a whole a whole freaking year that since we've done these, but hey man, we only got a few weeks left uh, until free agency starts. I believe around March 13th, uh, free agency will open up. Um, Broncos will start looking at some uh, pass rushers, which we're going to be talking about today's episode. Um, Broncos pass rush this past season. I know they, uh, Baron Browning, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, they combined for 21 sacks, but pass rush uh, win rate, 34%, run stop win rate, 28% in 2023. That was bottom of the league. So they got to add some kind of like dominant pass rusher to that group. That's something that me and J-Mac have talked a lot about on the show is kind of finding that uh, Batman to the pass rushing unit rather than just having a bunch of Robins. Um, so we are, we're fans of those pass rushers, but we need someone that can really headline that unit like you see on a lot of other teams. Um, so we're going to be talking about eight different pass rushers the Broncos could pursue on the edge of the defensive line through free agency today um, before we jump into all of that and more j-mac how are you doing i'm doing good man um can't really complain uh got to see the game last night spurs and the lakers when we went off so yeah. that's a, a, a crazy it, stat it was a good game like, i mean even though we lost it was a good game but other than that man i'm doing good i'm just i ain't gonna lie i miss football basketball isn't really getting it done <laughs> i miss football but you know it's gonna be good because uh Free agency is coming up, and it's looking like this free agency is going to be one of those ones again where uh, it's going to be a good one. Like a lot of guys are getting cut. A lot of guys are actually going to hit the open market. So we're just going to have to see. Yeah, there's some really stacked position groups through free agency this year. And the Broncos um, got really, oh, my God, they caught a massive break with the NFL's new salary cap increase, uh, $30.6 million more. Um, than what it was originally going to be. So the Broncos, according to Spot Track, they're going to be around 13 million over the cap limit after um, you know some projected moves by the Broncos and everything. But uh, they caught a massive they caught a massive break because it was looking like they're going to be around 25 million over. What? Uh, how do you feel about that? Like in total, like just like them doing that. Yeah. I Before history is written. It's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't know. I mean, there, it's more money. They're talking about more media revenue and all that. So, I mean... I mean, more money for us, the better, I guess. I mean, I didn't really look too much into it, but um, with the, now with this move, the Broncos all they have to do is really cut like DJ Jones or Tim Patrick, and they're they're already over the cap limit. They're under the cap limit. So yes, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I'm, I'm um, I don't know. Like, I felt like it was real weird that they did that. I mean, like, I understand why they're doing it. They're trying to, you know, it's it, like it's they're doing it so certain teams could continue to stay relevant. Because a lot of teams were finna hit the peak where they were gonna have to get rid of some players, teams like San Francisco, especially. But now this move kind of just, I mean, it it saves it saves them for the next like few years because now they can re-sign Ayuk, move some things around, and be able to pay Purdy after this season. So, I mean, I, I feel like it, it helps a lot of those contending teams. But I just kind of felt like you're just giving the Chiefs a little bit too much money. Like a lot of these good teams, yeah. the, the Bills, like so. Yeah, it is an interesting perspective. I, I'm I'm excited about what the Broncos can at least do in free agency. I mean, I, yeah. I trust Sean Payton and all that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump into these edge rushers. First of all, uh, a lot of these guys that we're gonna name, a lot of people are obviously gonna say it's super unrealistic. The Broncos don't have any money. They uh, hardly have any draft picks. Blah blah blah. Um, but at the end of the day, we're probably I, I always say this, and I don't literally mean it, but like salary cap is not necessarily just a myth. But I do feel like teams can kind of maneuver and figure out ways to, you know, acquire players. Yeah. So yeah. starting off with the Jaguars, uh, Josh Allen, who's going to be an unrestricted free agent, 26 years old. His market value, five years, 120 million. That's 20, 24 million average annual salary. Um, last season, he had a really, really good season. Um, I was surprised he wasn't like a DPOI finalist, but um, he still got some recognition at least. He had 17 and a half sacks, 17 tackles for loss, 46 pressures, but he didn't finish top 20 in a uh, pass rush uh, win rate. So um, I still thought he had a really good season, though. I, I do think that sacks are a little bit of an overblown stat, but that doesn't take away from the season that he had. Um, still got to the quarterback very often. 
at 26 year old uh 26 years old he's going to be a steal um for whichever team that gets him i just don't know if the broncos are necessarily in financially in the position to acquire him but according to pff we're one of the top uh they have they have the broncos actually as a top team to get him so yeah i'm I'm kind of a Josh Allen fan. I mean, I, I would love for us to get him. I think that he's – I think edge is something that we're going to address pretty early on. Um, I mean, I still want to see the moves that we have to make, but I think edge is probably number one on our list. I mean, other than quarterback, but I think we're going to address that through the draft. Uh, I mean, the guy has 17 and a half sacks. That's a damn good year. I don't care. I, I don't – like, he should have been in that conversation. And the one thing the one thing that stands out about him is just he's – like, how durable he is. Doesn't really get hurt, and he's pretty and he's consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say what you want. I mean, yeah, th- this this was his. He's coming off his best season too, so he's already peaking. And I mean, you got to pay him. What you think he's gonna do? If he comes to Denver, he can change the whole way. He can change the whole state of the defense. If he's a guy that can consistently get after the passer, and we talked about it, the secondary is 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 a really good. Like our secondary is damn good. All we need is somebody that can just put some pressure on the quarterback consistently. And it can just change the whole course of the defense. I think Josh Allen should be the number one guy that we target. Is it realistic that we get him, though? We'll have to see because there's going to be a lot of these young teams with a whole bunch of money that are going to throw the bank at a guy like Josh Allen. I'm thinking teams like Chicago, uh, maybe a team like Houston, something like that. I think the Colts have a lot of money. But I know there is going to be teams like that that are going to throw the bank at them. I don't think it's not like uh, – like impossible that the Broncos do get him though because if they do move on from a DJ Jones or whatever whatever Cortland Sutton anybody else they can make the contract numbers work like 24 million average annual salary like that's honestly respectable pay for what Josh Allen brings to the table so um they can maneuver the books a little bit and make this happen don't get me wrong um I I don't think it's necessarily like impossible um but yeah I don't think it is either. I, I I think it's I think it's definitely possible. But I mean, hey man, Denver's been linked to these guys for a minute. Like throughout the season, they were coming out and saying that Denver's looking at some of these top edge guys. So I mean, if you're hey, if you're Bron- and you saw what Denver did day one, free agency last year, they went out and got the hottest tackle in Mike McGlinchey. Like they 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 got it pretty quick. So we have to see. Um, next, I want to talk about Brian Burns uh, with the Panthers last few years. One of the younger uh, free agent rushers that we're going to talk about today. Um, he's projected by Track to get a five-year, $108 million contract. So a little bit cheaper than Josh Allen. That's $21.7 million um, per year. Uh, he had eight sacks last season, 16 t- TFLs, 21 pressures. Um, he did finish uh, top 20 in uh, r- win rate at 21%. Um, at he was 11th among all NFL edge rushers, so um, really solid season. The sacks uh, don't make it look like that, but he still uh, put together some uh, good uh, win rate and pressure on the quarterback this season. Um, obviously, not as many pressures as you like to see, but um, I think he's still going to be one of those guys, just like Josh Allen, that's going to get a massive payday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Like him and Josh Allen... 
probably honestly going to get the biggest like bags of this free agency and not just at edge rusher, but like all the free agency, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if he's going to leave Carolina or not. I don't know how their cap situation looks, but uh, he's still a really, 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 really good pass rusher. And honestly, he's probably my I would say probably my favorite out of this whole group. Yeah, I think Brian Burns, to me, he's been one of the more underrated players in the league over the last few years. I mean, I I keep up with the Panthers, um, but I I did hear he wants 30 million like annually. Like he wants 30 million a year. He's been telling the Panthers that that he's not coming back unless he gets somewhere close to the 30 million a year range. Um, I don't know if Denver is going to be willing to give him that. That's a lot of money. But um, no, but just, just about him as a player. Now, he's criminally underrated. This year, he didn't have his best year. His numbers were down a bit. Mm-hmm. But the in 2021 and 2022, the dude was just – I mean, he he was he was pretty much spectacular. I mean, made plays in the run game, got after the quarterback. He didn't really have high sack numbers, but that's because he's in he's in Carolina. Getting double teamed. I mean, but he had a really good year when they had Hassan Reddick there. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely on – I would definitely rather have him over Daniel Hunter. Um, and I know Daniel Hunter's a beast, but I feel like Brian Burns, he's still young. Uh, I, I don't know how old he is exactly. 25. I know he's, he said what? 25. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, he's still young. And yeah, he, he's definitely on one of the top of my list for sure. I just don't know what how much he wants exactly because the market value could be around the 22 million, 22 million a year range. But it sounds like he wants to get paid. But I don't know if he just wants that from Carolina. And he could, you know, he could go somewhere else and take less money. But I mean, right now, the the stuff coming out of Carolina is that he wants thirty million dollars a year, and Carolina might give it to him, especially with the cap, the cap, the cap stuff that just happened. Yeah. Um, next, let's talk about Daniel Hunter, who you already mentioned. He is uh, a little bit older, definitely. He's twenty nine years old, reaching his thirties. Um, they do have him projected at a three year, sixty million dollar contract, twenty million per year. Um, so he's getting to that age where he's gonna probably gonna get one last like big multi year contract, and then that might be it for him. Um, you never know though. He could get a another uh big contract with wherever he goes, especially how damn good he's playing this late in his career. You don't see it often. Um, last season, sixteen and a half sacks, twenty three. TFLs, 41 pressures. He didn't finish top 20 in uh, win rate, um, according to ESPN, but still a really, really dominant season, especially with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there's like a lot of like household names on that Vikings D-line. So he's kind of doing like a lot of work on his own. So it's uh, pretty impressive. I know it's a really good system uh, over there with Brian Flores, but he's been doing this for years, man. So I don't care that he's 29 if the Broncos get him, especially for those contract numbers. It's definitely more realistic than a Brian Burns and Josh Allen. And the Broncos have been connected to Daniel Hunter for like two years now. So, Yeah, I know. He, he's the guy that if I had to pick, I think it would be him that if we were to get somebody. Just because of how, how many times we've been linked to him over the f- a few years. You know, whether that been a trade or, you know, him going to hit the market. Um yeah, he, he started on my list. I wouldn't mind it at all. The age, it doesn't really concern me. I mean, it just really depends on how far we stretch out the contract and how much he wants. But I still think he has he's some, some years left in the tank. I mean, last year, 16 and a half sacks, career high in TFLs. I mean, you can't really go wrong with a guy like him. So, yeah. 
Uh, next, we have Bryce Huff with the New York Jets, uh, set to be an unrestricted free agent. Just like Brian Burns, he is one of the youngest pass rushers uh, in free agency this year. Um, he's at 25 years old, projected for four years, $36 million, $9 million annually. So definitely one of the cheaper options in free agency this year. Um, this dude's like production and the limited opportunities he had was ridiculous. Uh, forty only played in forty two percent of New York's defensive snaps last season. Had ten sacks, ten TFLs, thirty three pressures, twenty two percent pass rush win rate. That was eighth in the NFL. That's just absurd what he was able to do uh, in a short period of time in his uh, defensive snaps. But um, he's he's looking like an absolute dog. I would not mind him at all, especially for his age. But I do think he's going to sign for a bigger contract that's being uh, projected. Yeah, Bryce Huff, he's he is really interesting. I mean, he's he's really young, uh, coming off probably his best year with the Jets. Um, I don't know if he's will be that alpha guy though, you know, bringing him in. I mean, it will be kind of a one of those kind of high risk, high reward, maybe type of signings type of things. So I just don't know if he's the answer of what we need. I think like we need more of a guy that's established, a guy that can come in. Cause I, I'm not, I mean, he's probably gonna be better than what we have, but he just like he feels like another like if he comes to Denver might be another Robin signing. He gives me those vibes where he he'll, he'll be really good alongside another premier pass rusher. I mean, with the Jets they got guys like Quentin Williams, um, Jermaine Johnson, so and, and other guys too. It's it's a good committee. So I mean, he 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 really bought out there, but I don't know if he's just that top guy that that Denver desperately needs. So you think he was like benefiting a lot from the like other pass rushers on the Jets? Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he, but he was like, like he's been pretty solid, like in terms of just consistency. Like he, he's always, he's always has flashes. He, he does pretty well on that defense. I just don't know once he comes, if he goes to like a place like Denver or somewhere and they ask him to be that top dog, I don't know if he can, you know, reciprocate the same energy. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think the Broncos go after him either as well. I feel like they do want like an established, um, not like long-term veteran, but like a, a veteran who has a do do has a few years under their belt, like a Josh Allen or Brian Burns that we mentioned. That we've already seen them headline a pass rush unit, rather than getting a Bryce Huff, who we're waiting for him to finally break out as like a one A pass rusher on a team. So that's yeah. fair. Um, he Bryce Huff though he is definitely one of the cheaper options through all free agency. But like I said, it's it's still it's still possible the Broncos can't afford a Brian Burns or Josh Allen, even though it sounds absolutely crazy. If they do, they're probably not going to be able to sign many other free agents. But <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's not going to be. It's not. And, and and but but that's a good thing though, because we don't really need to like go out and make too many splash signings. You know, just currently how our roster is built. Like I I don't think it's like it's not like we're going to have a huge free agency like a lot of teams are going to have like maybe oh, yeah. team, like teams like the Texans, Chicago, the Colts, teams like that. They're going to be the 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 teams that makes all the noise. I don't think we're we're not going to be a team like it's not going to be like how it was last year. We may have a good day like day 1 or day 2 and then it just it cools down, quiets down. Yeah, even George Payton said uh during his press conference like a few months ago, he was like we're not. You're not going to see us in the first wave of free agency make those moves that we're making last year. Um, he said you'll kind of see like the second wave of free agencies when stuff really begins yeah. to pick up for the Broncos, which makes me think they may not be going after a Josh Allen or Brian Burns because those guys are going to be commanding, like you said, around twenty five, thirty million per year. <laughs> um, so that yeah, that's a crazy amount of money, which makes these next few pass rushers we're going to talk about. Pretty important. Uh, starting off with Chase Young, um, who definitely has had a lot of injury concerns throughout his career to start 
start his career. I was a really big uh, Chase Young fan, of Ohio State. I mean, everybody was, but um, I was really, uh, really, really big on OSU a few years ago when they had Justin Fields and all those stars, J.K. Dobbins as well. And Chase Young was definitely one of my favorite players just in football in general. Um, he's only 24 years old. Just crazy how young he is. He entered the league at 21 years old. Um, he's projected for a one-year, $13 million deal, which is very, very respectful for everything that um, – you know, he's obviously the injuries and then he finally had like a really solid season with the Niners and Commanders last mm -hmm. season. Um, but it's been a while since he's like legitimately proved that it can stay healthy from year to year. Um, he had seven and a half sacks, seven TFLs, 25 pressures. He did finish uh, 15th in win rate this season, which is uh, really impressive given all the circumstance circumstances. But like you mentioned with the Jets, he uh, obviously went to the Niners and did have some really obviously a Nick, Nick Bosa, um, Hargrave on that defense line like he did have some really good compliments and then in Washington he had sweat on the other side so um take that how you will I saw I still thought he had his best season since his rookie year by far easily I mean it's not even close but um at 24 years old how do you feel about potentially acquiring uh Chase Young via free agency I'm not really too high on him um I think he didn't live up to what uh San Francisco thought that they were gonna get I mean that's just me I mean you could put on the tape the effort wasn't there um he came on pretty strong and then it kind of just gradually decreased by the game i'm not saying he didn't really have an effect but he didn't they they came there because they thought they were gonna they were, they were gonna get some explosive on the opposite side of nick bosa they didn't really do that he didn't win a lot of his one-on-one -on -one, like his a lot of his one-on-ones um and the injuries do concern me i mean last year he was able i mean getting traded to the niners i mean it was i mean it was his healthiest season since his like rookie year. I mean, but every year since then is just, I don't know, like the 2021 and 2022, he missed so much time and the injuries that he had. Um, I just don't know. That's another bargain that Denver wants to make. It will remind me a lot of the Randy Gregory signing a little bit. Um, I don't, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I probably wouldn't be a fan of it either. Cause I mean, you could put on this tape at San Francisco. I mean, this dude was getting clowned for not like, effort like yeah. George Kittle was going to him before the games and telling like you know trying to reiterate he didn't really say the words like we need you to try but like you know to let him know man like this is a big game we need you to play hard because I mean you could see it on, on the tape like he his motor wasn't high in San Francisco so imagine he comes to us like you know that's the I don't think that's something that Sean Payton is going to want here but yeah one year 13 for a Chase Young I know he's young and the potential could still be there but I just don't see it anymore, man. I feel I, me personally, I just don't see it anymore. Maybe he I, he's probably gonna go back to San Francisco, and maybe he can play better and have a better year. But I I wouldn't take that risk on him. Yeah, it's so weird because his man his tape at Ohio State was some of the best tape I've so seen good, by an man. edge in a long time and you you go and see stuff like where he gets traded to the Niners like that's such a damn good situation for you like I know you aren't getting the most snaps but I yeah there was a lot of plays where you just kind of given up on plays it didn't make much sense at all like you would think the situation yeah. he's in he want to get a big bag with the the Niners if he plays really well in that second half of the season but I don't think they're going to sign him I think he's going to go somewhere on like a cheap uh, like spot tracks projecting third one year deal. Um, I'm with you. This gives me Randy Gregory vibes where the Broncos, they just need to stay away from injury prone players. I'm tired of them signing yeah. guys like Randy Gregory and uh, whatnot. You want to know what his career trajectory is kind of trending towards too? Jadavian Clowney. Interesting. Jadavian like, Clowney has been really good the last few years though. Yeah. But like he, he, his career is starting to shape out kind of like Clowney's a little bit mm -hmm. like what was a, 
top two pick in the draft. Uh, didn't really pan out on his first team. Had a had like one good season with his first team. Goes to a contender, and now he's said to be a free agent. And I mean, they said projected him to be on these one year deals. Like you could see him kind of maybe move around the league a little bit. Which is a perfect intro into our next player. Uh, guess who? Jadeveon Clowney with the Baltimore Ravens. Had a really good season at 31 years old. Is still getting some damn good produ uh, production. They're projecting him at a one-year $7.2 million deal. Very, very respectable uh, contract projection. He had nine and a half sacks last season, nine TFLs, 23 pressures. Finished fifth in the NFL among edge rushers and win rate at 25%. That's just ridiculous production. It's not like the guy wasn't playing. Like he was, he was yeah, playing. No, no. He, and he was playing a lot. yeah, and he's still a really good run defender. Like this dude, I'm. I was honestly really, really surprised and impressed with the season Jadavion Clowney had. Whoever gets him on this little one-year deal, I he's getting there in this age where he's gonna eventually hit like a brick wall and not have the same production. But man, it feels like this steal. This is a steal for his contract projection. Like he. Like li li literally was one of the best pass rushers in football last year. No, he was, and I mean a part of that was he he was with the Ravens. Clowney's another one of those um, Robin type guys. Like I, but he he's 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 still a, a damn good player though. Like 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 anytime he has a another kind of like you know premier guy. I want to say premier guy, but a guy that can also eat. He that that's on Clowney. It plays at his best. You saw it in Cleveland a couple of years ago, and then you saw it this year with the Ravens. They had a. Uh, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. Justin. Um, Are you talking about Justin Matabike? Yes, him. I, I yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say his name wrong. But, um, I mean, he's 30. I think he's going to try to work his way over to Seattle to go back and play in a Mike McDonald defense. Um, I just don't know. Like, I don't think he – now, if it was like a last resort type thing for Denver – I wouldn't mind it, um, but I just don't think he he doesn't he doesn't move the needle. And if he goes to Denver, I mean, we'll have a really good committee with him. And I feel like our, our run defense could get because I mean I would say he's still a really good run stopper. I feel like that's when that's where teams really like are interested in him and just how good he is with that. But he had a damn good season with the Ravens, though. He is said he is gonna be 31, but I mean he had a damn good season with the Ravens. I think he's gonna try to work his way back to Seattle to go play for Mike McDonald again. That that'd be nice. Um, he would be one of those like band-aid type signs for the Broncos where they kind of just fix it for one year and then hopefully Benito or Cooper or yeah. Browning takes that leap for the Breaks next out. year. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, they do definitely need at the very bare minimum a band-aid type signing this free agency and not, not even just yeah. addressing it through draft alone. Um yeah. next we have Josh Uche. Uh, 25 years old with the New England Patriots. Uh, he's projected to get a two-year, $16.6 million contract, 8.3 annual. Um, he only played 33% of defensive snaps, so one of the like lowest snap count edge rushers in uh, all of free agency this season. He had three sacks, three TFLs, 15 pressures. So he's one of those guys just like Bryce Huff, who isn't as good as Bryce Huff, but a lot of teams do think that maybe with a, a full snap count, he could break out and have a really good season. So um, this is an interesting one. He's very, very, very cheap contract. I'm not going to lie. Josh Usay is a damn good player. Um, I I mean, watching a, like page, him on the Patriots, he was, he was, to me, he was damn good. Um, especially I think 2022 was his best year. He got an 11 and a half sacks and then Bill Belichick. I don't, I don't know what happened to Bill, but I mean, I mean, he just never saw the field again. Um, but I don't think it'll be a bad signing. But it just again, it's not one of those, you know, I don't think it's going to move the needle too much. But I do mm -hmm. think that'll be a good signing. Like you said, like a, a Band-Aid type fix. Um, you can get him on a cheap deal. I mean, he 
he has some good games in New England. I feel like this year, yeah, you like you said, he didn't really see the field too much. I don't know why that was, but it seems like every like every time he was on the field, he made plays. He his he flashed all over the screen. But um, yeah, I mean, you could probably get him. Maybe you could probably get him in the later, like the like maybe the second, third wave of free agency, and get him on like a really steal type of deal. And you know, yeah, if you want to be a band aid and just save, you know, save drafting it, you know, just try to get an edge rusher, maybe round three, whatever the Broncos decide to do there, if they can't get one, a major one in a free agency, I think you know he, he could be a band aid type signing for sure. Um, speaking of breakouts, Jonathan Grenard had a pretty really a really good season with the Texans this year, twenty six years old. Uh, he's projected to get four years, fifty three million. That's thirteen point four million annually. He had twelve and a half sacks, fifteen TFLs, thirty two pressures. It was sixth in the NFL in uh, win rate at twenty two percent. Really, really damn good uh, season from Grenard. He was one of the best pass rushers in football this last year. Yeah, I mean, he cooked us. How many sacks? Didn't he have, like, three sacks against us? Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah, a lot of pressures. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been in Houston for a minute. Um, he's had two really good seasons um, with the Texans. I know 2022 he was injured a lot. Uh, 2021 he had a good year, and then this year he picked it back up. I mean, 12 and a half sacks for him, and they don't really have a premier pass rusher that, that I can remember. Oh, I mean, they have Will Anderson, but, I mean, he's still young. He hasn't really hit his apex yet. But, I mean, he had a really good year. He was their best pass rusher last year for sure. Um, I wouldn't be mad at this signing at all. I mean, he's still young. He's going to be 27 this up this uh, next season. So, I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind it at all. Like, I, I feel like this is this would be one of those under-the-radar signings. Um, obviously, he's not a big name, but I, but I think he can still – if he comes here, he can move the needle a little bit. Yeah, I do see I do see the Texans probably re-signing him though. Um, but man, yeah. if we could get Grenard, honestly, like my out of all the pass rushes we listed today, I would say like Brian Burns and Jonathan Grenard probably like my favorite on this list, with like Bryce Huff and like my honorable mentions. I really do like those three. Um Grenard yeah. probably seems like a potentially uh realistic yeah, um, if he does hit free agency, I just don't see the Texans letting him go. But, man, if they do, this could be just like George Payne mentioned, second wave of free agency. They're making a, a really, really solid move where they're not necessarily breaking the bank, but they're bringing in someone that if he hits his ceiling, he could definitely be, be, be like one of the free agent steals of uh, of the last few years. Yeah, I mean, 22 quarterback hits, 15 tackles for loss. And, I mean, look, if, if he he can move the needle. Like, he's he's kind of what we're looking for. He's not one of those top guys like Burns, Hunter, and Josh Allen, but he's right under them. Like, he's probably yeah. fourth of me, like, out of all the guys that, that, that you know, we've listed and we're going to continue to list. He's definitely up there for me. And he's young. I mean, that, that that's something that you got to factor into. And he's – he's it, this is a Bronco move. He's young. He's not going to demand a, a too too high of a contract. I could definitely see somebody like Sean Payton going after and get this guy. Maybe like like you said, wave two. But I mean, I just hope I just hope one of those teams that got all the money doesn't go out and resign him. But I, I could I could see him resigning with the with the Texans. I could see D'Amico paying this guy. Yeah, because I'm sure. pretty sure D'Amico D'Amico he's a defensive guru. I'm pretty sure he sees something special in Grenard. Um, and the last two uh, pass rushers we're going to talk about today, real briefly, what do you think about Zadarius Smith and uh, Leonard Floyd as potential options in Denver? Um, if I had to give my opinion, I would personally pass just because of uh, the the age and whatnot. Look, I, Leonard Floyd put together some; he's put together some good production despite his age, as well as Zadarius Smith. But I just feel like the Broncos are at this point where they need to go out and get someone young, um, not necessarily yeah. just like a band aid fix. Yeah, I think Zadarius Smith is kind of on the 
you know, starting, he's, he's, he's finally hit the back end of his career yeah, on the decline. I thought he was going to have a really good year in Cleveland. Uh, when he left Green Bay, went to Minnesota for one year. Didn't, I mean, he put up double, he had 10 sacks, but this year it went down to five and a half. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's going to demand, he's going to demand some money, probably around, he's probably going to demand some money. I, I don't know how much it's going to be, but I, I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's probably going to go somewhere where he wants to win um, as well, but I don't think he's the answer. I mean, if we were talking about back when he signed with Green Bay, yeah. But I mean, he's not the answer right now. I think he's he's starting to hit the back in his career. I, I I wouldn't like you said. It would be just a band aid fix. It would be like good, uh, like a locker room signing to have a leader like him. But I think other than that, nah, I, I don't think he's the answer. Leonard Floyd is kind of the same way. Um, he's hitting the the. I, I won't say he's hitting the decline. Like you, the like the Bills got really good production out of him. Surprisingly, I didn't think he was gonna like. I mean, he kind of took Vaughn's spot over there and mm -hmm. like for some reason the Vaughn just stopped playing but I mean um I mean he didn't have I mean he put up 10 and a half sacks had nine the year before nine and a half I mean he's pretty consistent around that nine number for sacks but it's just gonna be another band-aid fix I mean he's gonna be 32 he's him as a dairy is at the same age I don't know man I just I, I kind of would stay away from those I mean maybe if you haven't gotten anybody and that's like the last resort then maybe, but I, I I don't think Leonard Floyd is a Darius Smith is going to be the fix that we need. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Vaughn, uh, I'm hearing some rumbles uh, from a lot of the fans and whatnot. He could be released this offseason. Um, What's crazy? I don't know, remember. You remember I caught this? Yeah, you've been you've been calling this for you called this last offseason. I, I called it. I said, bro, because I, I have a feeling it. But but like I think Buffalo's going to cut him. I think that they're going to want the money. They're going to try to bring back those two safeties. I know that Jordan Poirier said his goodbyes and stuff, but I think Buffalo, especially with the cap stuff coming out, I think they they might try to bring those guys back. I mean, they're not even playing Vaughn, so it's like, why keep him? Why keep him on that monster contract if you're just not going to play him? Yeah, they're going to have to eat like nine mil in dead cap, though. So I, I don't know how that if they want to do that because he's got thirty two point five mil in dead cap. This cap hits twenty three point seven. They're going to have to eat at least around ten mil in dead cap. Obviously, the they're new gonna have to do it either way because I mean he's not playing. Like I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's at a certain point to where it's like, I mean, you keep him for what? Like they didn't they didn't really play him at all. So and I, if he does get released. I think it's going to either be Dallas or Denver. I think it's going to be the same teams that were kind of interested in him in the, like the first go round. Mm -hmm. But I think definitely now he's taking a, some type of minimum deal, though. I would just want to see him back in Denver. I'm not saying he's a guy that's going to come in and change everything. You know, he's not. He's he, he's out of his prime. Um, definitely out of his prime. But I I I I would still love to see him back in Denver if we can get him like on a one year minimum or two year like four and a half mil five million dollar deal something like that. I would love it. Yeah, on a minimum would be really, really good. I mean, right now we we had Thomas Incum, which no disrespect to Thomas Incum, but I think Von Miller would be an upgrade. Come on, man. Um, yeah, come, so. come, come on, come on. Yeah, it, it'd be Von. I mean, uh, look, I I said it. I think I said it the, the last soft season that I felt like that he was gonna. End, he, I, I knew the season was gonna go high win. I just didn't think they were just not gonna play him like how they did. But I definitely saw him getting cut coming. But uh, yeah, I think it's coming really soon. I think him getting cut. I mean, if Buffalo decides to keep him, hey man, that's 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 their problem. They want to just keep that that you know that number on the books. But I mean, if he gets cut, I think Dallas and Denver are going to be his two teams. I don't really see any other teams wanting to make a play for him like that. Maybe the Dolphins, but I doubt it. I think I think Cowboys and Denver. 
Yeah, with that being said, that's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it for listening on YouTube. Please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Almost, man, this month has been absolutely ridiculous. We've gotten like 300 subs, 10 straight episodes, over 1K uh, views. Um, we're here, man. I'm, I'm excited for what this, and this is just February. By the way, we're only we're only like uploading episodes one, once every like three days. Imagine when we're actually going like full <laughs> throttle with with these videos and whatnot. So I appreciate all the support, man. Seriously, uh, make sure you guys turn notifications on so you guys are the first here to the show. Please show the support over there as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. But with that being said, I'm your host, Amir Farrell, with today's, uh, with my co-host, J-Mac. Until the next one, peace out, everybody. Peace out.